Hello, this is Joe Buco with another episode of Man Up, the podcast to help men reject passivity and to assume responsibility for their lives. The last episode, I talked about this idea of our need for affirmation from our fathers and then for ultimately from God and from others. Today, I'd like to talk a little bit about um, how it impacts our sexuality. And in my own story, my father really never um, gave me any perspective on sexuality at all. Um, I remember as a young boy, this is kind of a weird illustration, but going into a filling station in Fort Smith, Arkansas, I was probably, you know, seven, eight years old and seeing a condom machine on, in the bathroom of the fill, a gas station uh, and asking my father what it was for. My father's uh, description was that's for men that have sick penises, like, you know, kind of a messed up um illustration or explanation of what a condom was for. Um, but, you know, at other times, actually, the, the only other time I remember my dad talking to me about sex was on my wedding day. We were walking back into the church. We had an outdoor wedding in uh, Indianapolis on the south side, and my dad was walking into the church with me, and he said, uh, actually, it was, it was the first time I remember my dad telling me he loved me. I said, Dad, I love you. And he said, Son, I love you too. And he said, Do you have any questions about sex? Here I am, 21, 22 years old. And I started laughing. I said, Dad, you know, like I've, I figured it out by now. Um, but thanks for asking. But that, I think, is typical of a lot of men. My father at the time wasn't a Christian. He became a Christian much later in life when he was almost, I think he was 85 when he finally trusted Christ. But but the reality is my dad never sat down and explained to me about sex, about sexuality. And actually, because my parents are divorced, I remember in middle school to uh, be in gym class, I needed to have a jock strap. Well, my mother was the one who had to take me to the sporting goods store to buy a jock strap. And I remember it was just really embarrassing. I don't Not necessarily embarrassing to be there with my mom, but but just, you know, there, there wasn't a man there. And, and actually, um, I never had my dad like teach me how to shave. Actually, I remember being at my Uncle John and Aunt Betty's house and wanting to learn how to shave. My Uncle John's razor was setting out. I like remember this crystal clear. Went in there and didn't know you needed to put shaving cream on or anything like that and started shaving. Well, I cut myself and and I came out of the bathroom and um, they noticed I was holding uh, toilet paper or, or napkin or whatever on the on the wound, and they asked what happened. I said, "Oh, I bumped my I bumped my chin in the bathroom," which was a lie. I was just, but I didn't have anyone there to teach me in in terms of even how to tie a necktie. Uh, I remember um, again, my dad wasn't around to do that, and part of partly because my parents are divorced, but you know he just wasn't there to teach me those things that a young boy needs to learn. But when it comes to sexuality, I think that was such a, you know, such a deficit in what, you know, I picked it up through um, pornography, you know, learned about sex was primarily through pornography, which definitely gives you a warped sense of, you know, what I now call porn star sex, which isn't real sex. Um, but even just trying to determine, you know, what what sexuality was, and again, I didn't... In my my generation, again, I'm 64 years old, we had health class that one of the coaches, typically football, basketball coach, taught. I think mine was one of the football coaches in my middle school. And they, they taught anatomy and they taught some 
aspects of sex, but we, you know, the boys sitting in the back of the room, it was all, it was actually an all boys class, fortunately, but you know, we joked around and we goofed around and didn't take it seriously, but I didn't have anyone to come home and say, Hey, you know, this is how babies are made. You know, like this is what, this is how, you know, this is what intercourse is. And this is what foreplay is. Like there was just no, no one there to explain that to me. And I think even now as a therapist, I have many young men that have a warped sense of sexuality. They they don't really understand what sex is from a God-centered viewpoint. And I would say real simply, you know, helping someone understand that sex is about intimacy and connection, is about knowing and being known, the Hebrew word yada, to know. It's also about this uh, idea of being unashamed, unashamedly naked, being vulnerable and transparent. And in the context of a Christ-centered marriage, it really is the opportunity we have to experience sex the way God intended it to be, to be vulnerable, to be naked, not just physically, but to be naked emotionally and with our thoughts and with our feelings in the context of a healthy, intimate relationship, then as a result, leading to sexual intimacy and connection. You know, sex is clearly about pleasure as well and understanding that and understanding that that's not, you know, pleasure isn't the only thing about sex, but it is certainly a big part of it. And again, as well as intimacy, I would say at the core, reproduction, understanding, you know, the reproductive side. And I think, again, many, many people biologically can understand that, but really understanding that in the context of intimacy and pleasure, that reproduction is a good part of the way God intended sex. You know, some would argue and even say that's the center. I would hold intimacy as the center, but also this idea of sex being a means of comfort when, um, you know, when you're um, needing connection, when you're wanting to be close, that needing to be close even, not just wanting it, that sex is a really important part of this idea of being close and not being alone and being connected, and even to find a sense of comfort from being a lover and being loved by a lover. So anyway, just some thoughts. I, I know uh, there are a bunch of different ways that I think passive fathers have affected us, so I'll continue to talk about some other ways, but just wanted to talk about this idea of how um, a passive father doesn't equip a young man, a boy, to really understand his sexuality and even understand the boundaries and the appropriateness of it. Um, so anyway, that's my thoughts for today. Thank you for listening.